Welcome to the Infrastructure Network, the media company that provides a wide range of market research and intelligence services that help businesses and government agencies stay informed and make informed decisions about their infrastructure. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Infrastructure Network. My name is Chad Smeltzer. I'm your host. Today's guest is Jeff Boschert, who is the National Clay, National Clay Pipe Institute president. Thanks for joining me, Jeff. Yeah, you bet. Glad to be here, Chad. Thank you. It's exciting stuff because clay pipe has been around forever. Uh, and it's one of those things that uh, a lot of people don't talk about. So I'm, I'm truly excited to, to learn the history of clay pipe today and more about you and how you got into the business. So how did you get into the business? Well, it's a, it's kind of a funny story. I, I graduated college in 96. Okay. And, and I've got a Bachelor of Science in Civil Engineering. I went to University of Missouri at Rolla. Uh, they call it Missouri S&T today. Uh, it's in Rolla, Missouri. Oh, it's probably an hour and a half southwest from St. Louis, which okay. is where I live. I, I currently live in St. Louis. I grew up here. But uh, out of college, I went to work for Missouri DOT, and I did. I was in in big bridges. I was in. Uh, I did construction inspection, uh, heavy highway, big river bridge crossings. That was kind of my thing for eight years. And uh, I had a big project finish up, and I put my resume. And again, this was back in about 2004. I put my resume on the monster board one night, and uh, it was maybe nine o'clock. And I had this headhunter guy call me the next morning at seven o'clock. And he says, hey, Jeff, I pulled your resume from Monster this morning. And he said, I have you know, I need to call you and I want to send your resume uh, to a client of mine. They're looking for somebody that has your skills. And I said, well, who is it? And he said, well, it's the clay pipe industry. And the, the first thing I said to this headhunter was, hey, I didn't think they made clay pipe anymore. <laughs> and uh, so that's why it's a funny story so here we are i guess fast forward this is my 19th year with the clay pipe industry i'm the president so wow. 19 years ago i guess i didn't you know i knew a clay pipe but you know i, I never was in the underground infrastructure world right but, uh, so when i got that call i didn't think it was made anymore yeah yeah That's so it's, a, it's a fairly unique story chad that that is a very interesting story and then uh obviously you became the president uh you you had to start learning about clay pipe somewhere how did that how did that work out for you well when i was interviewing i you know i, I was intrigued so i said sure send it to them and so I, I guess three months later i was hired but i guess initially i just i went online and started downloading information uh one of the first things i downloaded was our actually it's our it's our clay pipe engineering manual it's a okay. book that we still publish today. We're working on our 2023 edition, but the first iteration of that book published in 1946. So, you know, wow. you can download the book on our website. Uh, so I, that was the first piece that I got and just reading different articles online about clay pipe and, you know, why it's still here, if you will. So, so it, it, historically clay pipe was used when um, I, I know 19, 46 you kind of mentioned it was uh you know but i think it was before that right they were using clay pipe for sure yeah i i think the oldest clay pipe known to man and the pieces are still in existence but uh they were in babylonia and i think okay. the date wow. is four four thousand bc so what is that uh that's, that's over six thousand years old it's uh you know it's it's one of the oldest building materials known to man 
And yeah. we're still using it today, which is fairly exciting. That is exciting. And clay, uh, clay pipe has, you know, evolved over the years. It's changed, you know, from what my experience has been. It's, it was always installed in short segments because we didn't have the heavy equipment, you know, back uh, back in the day, uh, back in the 19, mid 1900s, to where we we didn't have the equipment. We were laying short segments of, of clay pipe mm-hmm. uh, in the ground. Now, how how long of a pipe can you guys create um, pipe wise? Well, typically, we're still not as long as some of the other products, but uh, typically our lengths are between five feet and eight feet, depending on diameter. Okay. We make it, uh, we're still in the smaller range. We can't, we don't go any bigger than 42, but our size range is four inch ID to 42 inch ID. That's sort okay. of our, our market, if you will. Got it. How, um, how are the, the, how's the industry been to lately? I, I imagine with the infrastructure, the boom and things like that, how, how have business been for you guys? It's booming. Yeah. We, we, several of our factories, we can't make it fast enough. Um, it's been fairly exciting. I, I guess over the last four years, we've had, uh, we've had two new kilns. Uh, you know, we have to fire the pipe in a kiln. Yeah. And, uh, so we've had two new kilns go up at two of our factories just to, just to uh, keep up with the demand. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Why do you think there's a new demand for, you know, maybe I'm wrong in saying new demand, but um, a a demand for clay pipe? Because, you know, my experience is there's a lot of competition in this space. And, you know, why do you think clay pipe is becoming, you know, coming back again, so to speak? Well, we've had several markets. This has been going on for probably 10 years, Chad, but we've had several markets that have that used clay pipe for years like everybody used to and then what went away from it to another product and and then taking a relook at clay pipe because they're doing this video inspection and they're seeing oh hey we've got these lines over here that are 125 years old and here's our video here's how the pipe looks and then we've got on this side of town is a newer part of town and we have you know pipe this other type of pipe product and they're seeing issues with it and it's only 25 or 30 years old so yeah uh you know that longevity is really is one of the driving forces to areas looking at clay pipe again and then realizing well hey wait a minute this new product this old product is 125 years old and here's its condition and it was made like this yeah we've evolved with the the material itself and the joint um and then product the product we make today is a different animal than what that old pipe was and the old pipe lasted 125 years or 150 years or however old it is yeah this new product i think it has an indefinite life that's interesting you, you talk about life cycles because of infrastructure and that's one of my big uh things i talk about is you know longevity of infrastructure i think we've been at a disadvantage over the past 20 years or so um by new materials coming into this space maybe the last 20 30 years uh in infrastructure undergrounds especially to where you know, we were told one thing and, and we're not getting the results of that that material like we expected right okay. so it's uh, 50 years 100 year life cycle it's going to last forever and then you start putting these things in the real environment in the ground and then you start to realize 10 20 years later wait a minute this thing is not the way it's supposed to be Sure. Why do you think that is? Uh, do you think we just don't have a better quality assurance, you know, program to vet these materials before they actually get put into the ground or, you know, any insight on what you think about that? Well, I, I think it's all about material properties. You know, it's, yeah. uh, you know, like, like our pipe, clay pipe. Well, if you can see this, I, I got a piece right here. 
yeah this piece of this is a chunk it's a it's a it's actually a cut spigot in and you can i don't know if you can see yeah which is the this is the mortar that they used to use to join it okay so, you know the bell oh the bell would have made it up That's just next nice. so. so this right. is a, just a cut piece of i think it's six or eight inch pipe but uh i kind of forgot where i got it i think it came out of texas but you know this this piece of pipe in my hand it was a yeah. well-made play pipe it's almost 150 years old and you hold this piece of pipe this little coupon if you will yeah. you hold this in your hand and all of its material properties are the same today is when it was new 150 years ago and there's not a whole lot of building materials that are made and sold today that can say that you know yeah that's 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 a that's a big concern. It should be for everyone because mm -hmm. if we're putting in uh, spending all these billions of dollars on infrastructure right now as we currently are, and you know the expectancy should be to it's going to last a hundred years because the mm -hmm. last thing as taxpayers we want to do is oh spend more money. That's you know in, in ten years, twenty years from now when it starts failing again, now we got to replace it again, and it's just a compounding uh, problem for us in infrastructure and infrastructure and the it costs us a lot more money to, to maintain and replace these things. So how do you think um, we could get people to understand more about what clay can do for, for infrastructure? Well, it's, uh, you know, there's, there's a few of us is the problem, you know, we're, okay. we're, we're so busy and, you know, we've got, I mean, believe it or not, depending where you live, I mean, five of the six largest cities, they use, they want, they specify only clay pipe, and some yeah. of those competitor pipes, uh, they don't even allow them. And wow. uh, you know, we're we're busy with all those big markets. Is, uh, um, but then there's other areas that are like me. You know, I didn't know even know it existed, and yeah. uh, so it's just spreading the word. Yeah, it is. It's just and, spreading the word. Yeah. What are other things you're passionate about, Jeff? Besides clay pipe. Besides clay pipe? You yeah, know, besides clay pipe. Just curious. Yeah, I am passionate about cars and okay. uh, sports. Uh, you know, I'm a big I'm a big car guy. I got a, I got a couple of Corvettes that uh, that I tinker with. I nice. tinkered with them more before I had three kids. Uh, they they kind of <laughs> got in the way a little, but uh, yeah. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. I got five, Another, so. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. It's, it's busy right. around here. Can't yeah. be messing around with too much of that. And I know the reason why I asked that is I, I'm just curious because it's, um, you know, you're in this clay pipe, you know, infrastructure world and infrastructure, you know, the way it is right now, it's, it's, it's not great. Right. It's not, it's not fancy. It's not a place to be, you know, nobody, we don't have enough labor. You know, we have all these shortages of supplies, materials, things like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's always good to know, like the people behind, you know, these uh, processes, you know, selling it or talking about it or, or putting it out there as far as uh, to help uh, improve our communities, it really. Why do you think clay pipe hasn't been a, a adopted more to these other cities within these communities? Well, I, I think we've got a black eye, if you want to call it a black eye with clay pipe, because, you know, really nationwide prior to I'll say the, you know, the Clean Water Act happened in 1972. And, but prior to that, you know, we, we supplied a pipe that didn't have a factory applied. Joint. And the, you know, the factory applied joint that we make today is leak free, root free, yet 
yet flexible. Yeah, flexible. You know, the clay pipe joint can flex. And we didn't have that prior to the 1970s. So, right. you know, those old pipes had either either mortar or tar. Sometimes they put oakum in there before the mortar or tar. And none of those materials stood the test of time. They leaked from day one. And when you have a leaky joint, it causes a couple things. Uh, number one, it could cause roots to grow. And, you know, the roots are looking for water. They're looking for nutrients. And, uh, you know, inside of a sanitary sewer is a perfect environment. Yeah. And number two, if the joints are leaking and taking on water, uh, the, the bedding soils that were used to bed and support that pipe could be taken into the sewer. And then you end up with this buried pipe in the ground that may have voids around the outside. And that's yeah. a structural problem. So, you know, not having a joint uh, prior, really, the early 1970s is a detriment to the pipe itself. Right. So, you know, we have a black eye because, number one, we're so old and we're we're a lot of times we're still in the ground because the pipe hasn't degraded. But, uh, you know, they have roots in every every joint. So, they, you know, the, the general mentality was, hey, I don't want any clay pipe. It's got roots. And right. We solved that problem in the 70s. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that's where uh, chem, like the herbicide root control uh, concept started. Yeah. Sure. Pretty much every every bell joint on the clay pipe had roots growing in it, and it was just an easy access point. Like you said, we didn't have the proper materials to put in those joints to seal right. it up the way it should have been back then. And now things have obviously changed that that you're describing there. So, how do you think we can you know get uh, a better understanding? So now we got eight foot sections right so we don't have as many uh joints as we used to and uh, you know back in the day uh, where it was like three or four feet it was a joint typically or two to three two to three yeah. was common. two to yeah. three <laughs> yeah because yeah, it it can be a heavier product right it's it, it is you know compared to pvc but you're talking about again life cycle a heavier product mm -hmm. more stable it's thicker it's gonna you know withstand the pressures of underground and 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 not break because i i tell people this all the time when i was out in the you know, doing the sales for the root treatment and stuff. I was one of the things was clay pipe is great as long as you don't put it near trees. Like it, it literally was back then. I mean, because mm -hmm. it was all those joints, and obviously they planted under a tree or right next to the tree. Well, what do you think is going to happen, <laughs> right? So right. Uh, that was one of those things where I used to educate. I'm like, okay, so you don't have to line every inch of clay pipe. You don't have to repair it or replace it. You have to just figure out a better way to 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 design, engineer and design the placement of the pipe instead of putting it in the easement uh, or the right of way where the trees are planted and have it. And I see it right now with with PVC pipe and it's not just clay. Now it's, it's PVC. Like I think we've gotten so comfortable with like PVC pipe in my neighborhood right now. They planted every sewer pipe in it in the right of way on my street. And there's a tree on top of every section of it. Wow. Like every maybe 20 some. 30 some feet, there's a tree. And then the sewer manhole is right in between the trees. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah. So yeah, I can see how, uh, you know, even, even PVC pipe has its disadvantages too in certain places, even though it could be airtight when it's installed, you still have a joint, you know, and that, that's a weak spot in any, any type of pipe that you put underground. If, if you have a, a weak spot, you're going to get roots, you're going to get grease, when yeah. I grease so much, but uh, I and I anyway, uh, leak, leaching into the system and, and causing more problems. So how do you think we can improve the image of clay pipe? 
Well, just uh, just how keep spreading the word, Chad. It's uh, uh, you know a, a typical engineer if he goes online and he researches clay pipes versus most other pipes. Mm-hmm. I think every engineer is going to say, "Hey, it's it's hard to beat clay pipe." Um, but you know, a lot of times there's political things involved. There's uh, um, um, other things involved where. The decision is not up to the engineer. It's up to the mayor, the developer, uh, who's picking materials for the jurisdiction. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that, that everyone plays a role in the communities that they're at as far as what materials they want to put right. in the ground. And, yeah, it, it is a, you know, it, it's a struggle because some of them might not be educated on the advantages or disadvantages of, of a certain type of material. And then, you know, they could be swayed one way that this is the best thing since sliced bread. And it might not be, you know, because yeah. we didn't do enough due diligence uh, on that side of things to, to make sure. Um, See, what another you... thing maybe I'll add Chad is, you know, the contractor, you know, there's clay pipe is in the specs in many cities around the country, even though it doesn't get used there, but they may have pipe A, B and C and clay pipe. They'll have, they'll have four pipes in the specifications and really they're giving the decision on which product to pick to the contractor, the installer. You know, there's four guys bidding on this project and they're gonna they're gonna pick the pipe number one that's cheapest to purchase and the pipe they think they can get their most production and and, and make it uh, make it install the fastest uh, to generate more profit. And yeah. uh, I don't know, as an engineer and, and somebody, a city person that's in charge of, you know, this pipe's in the ground the contractor installs it, but they're in charge of, you know, owning and maintaining that pipe for its life. Right. So it doesn't make sense to me why, and this happens everywhere, and this is just me, but they shouldn't be giving the decision on the pipe material to the contractor. That shouldn't yeah. be his decision because he installs it, he gets paid, and he walks away. And uh, Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, like here's how do you, how Lewis. Do you think? Yeah. Lewis. And, yeah, it, yeah, that it, that's it, and then uh, I didn't mean to cut you off there, okay. um, but I, I, you know, something hit me right then. It's like, okay, how did we let the contractor start dictating what is already written in a spec? So if I'm the engineer and I write clay pipe is the preferred material, right? And typically the language is we'll accept an alternative, but there is no alternative to clay. There's, There's no, no alternative material, right? So how? is a contractor getting around those things? I wonder it's, 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 well, it's a, it's, it's a specification. The city will allow pipe A, B, C, and D and clay pipe. And it, it, they're, they're all, they're all treated equally in the spec, if you will. They're all you know, allowed. Uh, one, one pipe might need, you know, this flexible pipe might need more bedding. They'll have a, they'll have a detail. Sometimes they'll have a detail of the, it'll be the same detail. For a rigid pipe, you know, clay and concrete are rigid pipes. They're designed right. and installed differently than the flexible pipes. And uh, sometimes they'll have the same detail for both, which is really an engineering no-no. Yeah. Uh, we've had some successes with clay pipe where the jurisdiction will, will they'll bid clay pipe and then another product. And they'll, they'll get bids in for the same project with several different pipes. And then they'll run a, a life cycle cost analysis based on those initial bid numbers and get an effective life cycle cost. And then, you know, getting the present worth of pipe A, B, and C, then they'll make a decision 
uh, what pipe to pick. Mm. And the pipe with the longest life always wins a life cycle cost analysis. I've seen it one time where it did not because the initial bid spread was so big where, you know, you could install this pipe so much cheaper than this one. It's happened. I've seen it once where they could take the balance and invest that money and have enough money to replace it in 50 years. So. Oh, wow. Interesting. Well, it's, it doesn't happen very often, but right. the, the thing that that present worth life cycle doesn't consider is, Hey, what if they built in the last 50 years? Is it, is it even feasible in 50 years based on what's on the surface to replace the pipe? Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's so many underground environmental factors that play into that because uh, you know, some soils are acidic, some, mm -hmm. you know, some are completely different chemistry in the grounds. And I don't think anybody's going around taking soil samples. Maybe they do. Maybe I don't know, but uh, to, to figure out what material is going to be put in that place and whether it's going to last a hundred years or not. I mean, that's, that's just mm -hmm. kind of rolling the dice, I guess, but uh, it's surprising to me that we're doing these cost analysis and, you know, but we're seeing how oh, some of the materials like uh, are just not lasting that long uh, now. So I think that, that comes back to clay pipe, why clay pipe is blowing up because people are realizing that sustainability and communities life cycle of these materials. Clay pipe has a history, a long, long history, and I'm not advocating, but I'm just saying just in my experiences, it, it's been around forever. Long it time. Has. Yeah, it has. Yeah. The oldest lines in here in the States are 200 years old. Uh, wow. Yeah. 1815 was the earliest installation of clay pipe. Yeah. That's 1815. You said 1815. Yeah. Wow. 200 years old. Yeah. So, I mean, right there, that's, that's got the history. It's got, <laughs> if you're talking about bidding, I mean, why, yeah. even if it's cost, you're still looking at sustainability for maybe 200 years and it's proven yeah. out. Well, the, you know, the, you asked earlier, but the two big pushers for clay pipe, number one is longevity. You know, our yeah. biggest competitor will never last as long as this because, you know, it's a product that, that just the material itself degrades over time. And then yeah. number two is on the is on the operations and maintenance side. You know, clay pipe is so hard. It's 18,000 PSI compressive strength. It's between an eight and a nine on the most scale of hardness. So the abrasion resistance of clay pipe is like no other. So, you know, on the cleaning side and all sewers need cleaning. Right. As far as hydrojetting, mechanical tooling, right. you know, the jet angles, the rotational nozzles, they're just getting, seem like they're getting more and more aggressive to clean a sewer. Oh yeah. Uh, there is no comparison on the maintenance side between mechanical tooling, hydromechanical, hydrojetting. Uh, there's no comparison. So I guess you can, I've heard this a lot. Hey, Clay, your, your biggest competitor, number one, it doesn't last as long and then you can't clean it when you have to install the pipe. So what That's, good is it? What good yeah. is it? Yeah. yeah. That, that's interesting because I mean um, the history of clay pipe and getting roots out was mechanical methods, like you just you said, mm -hmm. using chains yeah. to whip around in there because you didn't have the hydraulic nozzles that we do now. Yeah. But they well, would use chains, chains saws, yeah. <laughs> all kinds of stuff to cut them out. Yeah. Which yeah. three is, four blade cutters on a on a hydromechanical tool, that's pretty commonplace. Yeah. A lot of cities use that as a proofing tool. You know, when these guys are cleaning sewers say they've got a warthog they've got some kind of a rotational nozzle and you know those guys are blind they they run the nozzle down they pull it back but how do they know how clean they got it 
You know, how do I know if there's an anomaly in the pipe? They'll put on a hydromechanical, like a three blade cutter, like say it's a seven and a half inch three blade cutter. Uh, and they, they run that down through the eight inch pipe and it's a proofing tool. You know, it assures them, Hey, we're set up. We've cleaned this sewer line from point A to point B. Let's put our proofing tool on and ensure we've got, you know, 90% of operational capacity restored in that pipe before we pull our traffic in and move out. You know? Right. So, you know, those proofing tools is just like a root saw. You can't use those in many kinds of pipe without fear of damaging. So, right. Yeah, yeah, especially in a, a new line pipe, you're not you're not putting any of that stuff in there. No, uh, no. I wouldn't. I mean, there's so many limitations to line pipes or some of the some of the flexible type products that are out there. They really handicap what can and can't be used in yeah, the pipe. That's for sure. There's no doubt yeah. about that. And it's funny you said that about the when they're cleaning uh, because they, you're right. Sometimes they go blind, and I've heard stories where they just thought they were getting the pipe clean and <laughs> the system was getting backups overflows yeah. and they were like, what is going on? You did the whole town in a year. And they finally realized that, yeah, that wasn't the right way to do cleaning. And that's a yeah. whole nother topic, but that is another uh, topic. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Uh, what's, what's happening out there. Uh, so where do you think uh, clay pipes future is? We're continuing to grow and get bigger. Um, um, you know, we've got, I guess we've got six factories around the country making and supplying clay pipe. Um, I guess I've, I'm thinking that there's going to become a day where we're going to build, build a new factory to keep up with the demand. It hasn't happened yet, Chad, but uh, yeah, uh, we'll see what the next several years brings for us. Now, I'm kind of ignorant to this right now because I didn't do enough research and I should have before we talked, but clay sounds like a soil product, right? We have clay soil. We have, is, is there components of clay that when it's yeah. built is into the product itself yeah i mean what clay pipe is uh you know brick on your brick house that's vitrified mm -hmm. clay but not in the shape of a pipe uh roof roof tile those that's vitrified clay uh, wall tile floor tile that's all vitrified clay uh, the other product that's typically made is uh flue liners you know our, mm -hmm. all of our clay pipe factories make flue liners and essentially they make them round but a lot of times they're square rectangular, but those are vitrified clay. And a flue liner would be like you build a custom home and you, you build this full masonry fireplace. That's essentially clay pipe that's mm. stacked up inside yeah. the fireplace. But, but, uh, well, so, so many use cases, it's so many use cases for clay. I mean, in yeah. general, I was talking yeah. about the, the chemistry of clay, the materials, and like if it was soil components in it that, you know, made it uh, more adaptable to harsh environments, right? So, in the soil, for example, you know, if uh, there's just enough chemistry there. Um, yeah, well, I, I guess what I was going with that, and I got sidetracked, sure. yeah, but okay. what goes in to make clay pipe is basically dirt, we add water, and then we kiln fire and the water comes out. Um, but every factory that makes clay pipe, they have a clay miner, they have clay mines near the factory where, like our Sarah factory, and we have a factory in Ohio they mine two different clays. There's one is a, it's a, it's a fire clay and the other one's a shale. And it's a certain percentage of this clay. You blend with this other clay. We blend it together. Uh, they grind it to a fine particle size and the pipe is extruded. So they have, they have wow. two clays that go in and it's basically, it, you know, clay pipe is the most natural, most abundant material in the world because it's made from the dirt and we have water. So climate change environment i'm thinking 
uh, we're using PVC pipe, which is not good for the environment uh, from all the studies that were, you know, coming out now. Yeah. With the, on the, the red list. Yeah. But yeah I mean, on, in the red list. Yeah. They're so, a red list product. Yeah. So I could see where clay is making a comeback because, you know, sustainability, climate change initiatives, we're using a clay product that is natural, like you said, and it's, it's from the, from the earth, right? It's right. not made chemically uh, and put together. So, Wow. I think uh, as far as sustainability wise, clay needs to be uh, one of the number one. It's just uh, just from thinking off the top of my head, as far as uh, you know, environmentally speaking, we could uh, we'd be looking at clay as a big comeback in the future sure. for sustainability. Yeah. yeah. On yeah. the environmental side, you know, we're not made from a fossil fuel like oil, like right. many of our competitors. Um, you look at embodied energy, embodied carbon, uh, some of these life cycle studies, you know, there's there's absolutely no comparison on wow. when you get into the embodied energy and the embodied carbon. Uh, you know, the other product is they're on, they're on listed on the red list. You know, there's a lot of building that's happening today where they're not using any red listed products. Mm. Uh, Google built that huge facility out on the West coast and they didn't allow any red listed products. Yeah. Our competitors on there. Oh, wow. That's, oh, yeah. that's... That pipe is on there. And then there's about, four different components that go into that pipe that are on the red list, you know? It's well, look, real. yeah, Jeff, I, I, we're running out of time, but this, this has been an insightful podcast, man. This is, you know, giving me more insights of the clay and, and why we, you know, should be looking at clay as an alternative now. Uh, number one alternative to, to anything we're doing underground as far as uh, infrastructure pipe wise. Uh, yeah. Well, Chad, we're, I think, you know, but we're limited to, um we're, we're a non-pressure pipe so clay pipe is gravity flow sewer only yeah um, and we're primarily used for sanitary environments because of our corrosion we could be used in stormwater environments but uh you know it costs more than than, than concrete pipe and concrete's a you know we really don't compete you know they're used for storm we're used for sewer sanitary sewer yeah and ductiles on the water side that's kind of the big three in many of our markets yeah yeah, yeah, I can see where clay needs to be, uh, you know, put in every sanitary sewer system yeah. throughout and, and used as a sustainable product. So, Jeff, how could people get a hold of you if they needed to, you know, learn more? Hey, you can go to our website, www.ncpi.org. There's a ton of info on there. Uh, my email is on the website. All my contact information is on that site. But uh, that's probably the best way to without rattling off my phone number, Chad, uh, yeah. <laughs> www.ncpi.org to learn more yeah, about we, it. We don't, you don't want a bunch of spam calling going on, that's for sure. So, yeah. Jeff, it's been a pleasure, man. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, wow, very enlightening. And uh, look forward to uh, future conversations we might be having. You bet, Chad. Hey, thanks for, thanks for uh, coordinating this. It was fun. It was awesome. Thank you so thanks. much.